How's it going, guys? Thank you so much. This is Idle Chat. I am Jonathan Idle. Thank you for joining us today. And today uh, we have a very special guest. I have gotten into the the craft brew thing. Actually, I've been in the craft brew thing for probably over 25 years. And today, my very good friend, Mark Avery, owner, head brewer at Two Weeks Notice Brewing Company. Thanks for being here, bud. Hey, my man. It's great to be here. (laughs) It's going to be good I'm excited. I'm really excited. We're going to talk about different stuff. It's going to be cool. Anytime I get a chance to just talk about beer, it's always uh, it's always fun. I know, right? And I'll just start rambling, so tell me to shut up. Uh, plus, I mean, you're, you're tackling, you're tackling. No, ramble away. Yeah, that's great. You're, plus, you have like some new stuff coming out that yep. I want to talk about the the talk about all that, and yep. I think it's gonna be a really good time. So, so uh, like I said, it's Two Weeks Notice Brewing Company here in West Springfield, Massachusetts. What's the address? Uh, One Ten Bosworth Street. One Ten Bos- yeah. Bosworth Street, West Springfield, Mass. Yep. Please check it out if you're listening. I, it's a great place and. They're also you guys. What I think is really cool too is you guys have. We're going to get more into the brewery later sure. on. Okay, sure. but I think it's really cool too is you guys have also not only putting out really cool beer, but it, it's uh, you become really great supporters of like the local music scene too. You have a, it's really awesome. Yeah, I mean, I'm as a musician myself, former musician, right, right, right. former washed up musician, always kind of a musician. It never, never former <laughs> it never musician. Goes never, yeah, yeah, yeah. The itch is always there. Oh, of sure. course, yeah. But uh, yeah, I mean, that was one of the main things personally. What I wanted with when I knew we were going to do a tap room, I said, well, we got to have live music. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Especially when we saw when we had the space, we knew. Yeah. That we had the space. It's a great space for so, yeah. that room where you have the music has a great like yeah. uh, natural like reverb to it. It's yeah, really really yeah, cool. Yeah. It's really we're awesome. Gonna, I think and we're, that's the thing too is we're still like figuring out the sound dampening and all that stuff. Yeah, but too. I think it's I think it's because I really want to put I want to bring full bands in there. Really? Yeah, I do. I do. Yeah. So we'll see. We got we got some soundproofing stuff that we're working on now. No kidding. And then that way we can bring in some some good full full size bands. That's awesome. It's so funny. I remember when. When I found out that you guys were we now we had just met I think about that time Skyline maybe or something yeah Skyline like that. Yeah. yeah shortly before yeah. I found out that you guys were going to have a tap room but yeah I, you know but then when I found out I immediately got in touch with you guys hey oh, yeah. you know oh, yeah, I, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I like playing at those places because yeah. there's there's no shitheads you know what yeah, I mean I did the bar scene be different for you right it's really different yeah, yeah, yeah but it's but. it's um but, but look at there's shitheads everywhere but it's a different kind of shithead true, yeah. you know there's no yeah. trouble and people are cool and it's it's just people, a really good vibe yeah it's a different clientele i guess you could say yeah going to a tap room they're not going i mean i guess some are going to get drunk but it's not like I mean? power drinking yeah, and, yeah you know what i mean people aren't going to like take shots and like getting wild people are just going and you know having a few beers and kind of having a good know. time and it's yeah. always it's cool vibe it's like cozy and it's just like really relaxed yeah. like, you put well, i haven't been there you put in like a little living room set yeah there. we're always tweaking it and making it a little more comfortable <laughs> that's livable. great yeah so <laughs> i love it yeah all right so let's just um i wanted to touch on really quick how did you first get into like enjoying craft beer. Like oh, okay. everybody has that story. Like I'm older than you, but it, yeah, yeah. everybody has that story where they kind of go from drinking this one thing and then mm-hmm. they find something. So, oh, this is a game changer. Like yeah, how did that happen yeah. for you? It was, uh, you know, probably similar to a lot of people. So obviously I grew up, you know, drinking underage and of course, you know, drinking Bud Lights and everything else. And, um, but I have a, I had a really cool, like core group of friends. We were always, very different compared to a lot of like my family and stuff. I know like the that. feeling. Yeah, you know yeah. I, mean? I get the feeling. Yeah. Not necessarily black sheep. Just always been different because just I was. There's a big age gap between me and my brother. So anyway, okay. I, we always. I was always kind of different, which is fine. So I had a lot of like I had a cool core group of friends that we. Um, we were all. All of us were like musicians and you know just doing cool stuff. Like one of my best friends is an actor out in L.A. Like oh, we're cool. all just kind of all doing different cool yeah. stuff. Yeah. 
we were always kind of looking for different cool things to do. And then especially when, um, you know, I get like we were saying earlier before we started recording the, the microbreweries. Yeah. Before that craze really started happening. We yeah. were really like always, whenever we'd go to a bar, uh, we'd always start looking into what else they got on tap. Or, right, right, right. You know right. what I mean? And then like one of the first beers, and it, it still is one of my all-time favorite beers is Sierra Nevada. Oh, it's so good. Pale ale. No matter where you have it, it's always It's one of those perfect. reliables. Like, if you look at the taps and you don't see anything you're really interested in, then you yeah, look for that Sierra yeah, yeah, Nevada yeah, label, yeah. I'll take it. That's yeah, a good you go, beer. You're at a dive bar and you're like, I don't really trust these lines. Oh, you got Sierra Nevada bottles? Yeah, I'll take one of those. You know what I mean? Like, something yeah. like that. So, that was kind of the first beer that really set me on the journey. And then I, um, like I was telling you also before we went on, was I worked in radio. Yeah. Seven years. I worked up in New Hampshire. So. Okay. I was living up in New Hampshire. I lived up there for seven years, and and the microbrewery craze was like pretty big up there it already. Took a while to get here, before yeah. you know what I mean, like there was Smutty Nose, and there was a Red Hook wow. up there. There was uh, there's another one I'm forgetting too. So, oh Portsmouth Brewery, okay, which was like in downtown Portsmouth, which was really cool. So I was always, I was like already like surrounded by these different beers. I'm like, oh yeah. wow, this is cool. Like you don't have to drink shitty beer yeah yeah you can drink beer with flavor and all yeah. different styles and stouts and everything else so um that really kind of set me off too and then um so like as far as drinking beer that's kind of where it all started and this is you know now we're talking i want to say almost 15 years ago yeah yeah, yeah. at this right, point right so uh that's kind of where it all started and then um and then at the actually at the point when i was living up in new hampshire i um it sounds really stupid but i was and i tell people this story all the time I was watching the History Channel one day. Great. Yeah. yeah. And they had like, they always had the show. It was like the history of or whatever. It was, you know, it would be something different every time. And it was the history of beer. Oh, cool. And I thought it was the coolest thing ever. And they showed a lot of like brewing, like the history of brewing beer and stuff like that. Yeah. And I thought it was just fascinating. And I thought it was the coolest thing ever. And then that's when I really like was like, oh, man, I think like brewing beer is really fucking cool. It's the oh, whole yeah. science behind it really just intrigued me. And I... uh so then when I was living in New Hampshire, I was like reaching out to these breweries like, hey, you know, can I do this or that? Something, like, oh, yeah, packaging. I don't give a shit, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. clean kegs, you know. But nobody would like give me the, the time of day. Yeah. Um, so it was like whatever. And then I ended up, you know, moving back to Massachusetts, back with my family and stuff like that. And I really, that's when I really started getting into crap beer because at that point, crap breweries had started like. Like, I think Night Shift had just maybe started. Okay. And, yeah. Like, you know, Trillium was like in the baby infant stages. Like, it was like. I like Trillium a lot. Yeah. It was cool to be living in Boston at the time because that's when a lot of these breweries were really starting to pop up. Yeah. You know what I mean? Get going. And then, um, yeah. And then from there, it was just like, all I wanted to do was start like homebrewing. I just didn't have the space. That's cool. I had no friggin' space. Yeah. Right. Uh, and then I met my wife and we moved out here and that's when I had a deck. No. Ah. I finally, that's when I started like homebrewing. So that's kind of like the journey of getting to the point of like starting the homebrew. Yeah, so, cool. That's great. Yeah. So I, I think like the first like beer that wasn't like the American like Bud Lights and stuff I get into, like Molson was like a thing. Yep. You know? yeah, but yeah, it was yeah. a long time. We're talking like yeah, in the 80s. Yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah, in the yeah, 80s. Yeah. So, and then, then I discovered Bass Ale. Oh, like, oh, that's another great beer. Yeah. I forgot. You're totally right. Yeah. yeah. But I think, you know, we're broke kids. I'm right. going to spend yeah, all... Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I kind of feel bad. I feel, I feel um, I'm jealous of those people that can spend less money on beer. Right, right, right. Because right, I just right. go right. Yeah, spend yeah, more like, money. Yeah, I, can't. I can't. Yeah. And then I think the first, like, like microbrewery, I guess, is Harpoon Count back yeah, then, I guess. Yeah, 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 for the sure. Harpoon yeah. IPA I got yeah, into. Yeah, they were an independent, independently owned brewery. Yeah. Time, then, back sure. then, yeah. So yeah. I just, that, that's what they got into that. So what now... So then you got into home brewing. Yeah. What was the first batch you made? 
I don't remember. It was like a crappy, like, um, like I got a kit. Like my my wife bought me a Mr. Beer kit, and it was like whatever the crappy like Amber Ale was in there, and it was like you know, I was like, yeah, this like can of syrup, and like yeah, yeah, you like poured in. It was awful. It was like so bad. I probably overcarbonated it. I don't even remember. It was like it was okay. It was it wasn't bad. But then I made a few like kind of crappy ones after that too, and I was like, I don't like using these like syrups and stuff i want to do like the real stuff they call yeah. it all grain brewing that's when you like use grain yeah so i did the same thing like i got one of those kits so there yeah. was a place up in northampton for a yep. long time where you got yeah. the whole and you know yeah i home brewed but you got that bag it had the yeah, exact yeah, measurements yeah. of everything right. yeah just knocked my mic around you had the exact measurements of what you need in the, yeah. in the bag and kind of do your thing and yeah. you know and so. that's the thing too and yeah I, I think i bought some of like my first equipment from that place yeah when yeah. i started like all grain brewing oh that was great you get those kits and everything had the yeah, capper yeah, yeah, and, yeah. The, and the two had everything yeah. it was they did a great little kit yeah so yeah and then it just kind of grew from there I just kind of uh, um, just kind of grew from there and just started buying more and more equipment and you know went to five gallon batches on my back deck to yeah yeah twenty gallon batches and then yeah and then up you came. The rest is history, they say. Right <laughs> back when I was like in my old band days. Yeah yeah yeah. We used to have a shitty beer fridge. <laughs> <laughs> and we would try and find the shittiest beer possible at like whatever convenience store we yeah, would yeah, find, yeah. like Molson Triple X. This has a has a white label Steel on it. Steel Reserve. Says, yeah, it has uh, a white label that just says beer on yeah, it. Like, it just, was just some of the like, most <laughs> god awful beer. So I don't know. Maybe that made me want to drink good beer even more. <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> maybe <laughs> going back to you being a musician. Did you play around here? I so I started kind of being in bands when I was living up in New Hampshire. By the way, we jump around a lot on this, just so you know. We're yeah, gonna go back. Yeah, that's totally fine. That's totally fine. Yeah, that's how I am too. Yeah. Um, and then when I moved back to Boston, the Boston area, I yep. a little north of Boston, and um, I played in metal band, a metal band out that way, okay. in Boston for years. Yep. And then when we moved out here, one of the members from that original metal band started like a rock band. Yeah. And um, so I was like driving out and practicing like once a week out in Boston and we would play gigs here and there too. Yeah. Obviously on weekends and shit. But yeah, I never really actually like hooked up with any musicians out here. I no. was always kind of a Boston musician. At oh, the cool. Time, so cool. Uh, and then once we the brewery really started ramping up, I had literally yeah, no time, time for that. So. Yeah. yeah, which by the way, again, I, I know you're, how busy you are for you to be here today. I really appreciate. Oh, it. I know of you're, course. Like you, a half hour ago, you shared a, a picture of. of uh, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. Today, what did I do today? I transferred that beer. I cleaned that, you know, fermenter. I carved up the beer. I, you know. Did a bunch of other shit around the brewery too, so it's yeah. You know, it's it's got to be everyday thing, right? It's got to be all yeah, day. Yeah, I kind of like when I get there. I just when I get like or I like maybe Saturday or Sunday before the fall, the the next week. I like write a whole production schedule. Like okay, what we got to do and what beers need to be transferred. I still got to get a tour, by the way. I still haven't gone. You haven't been in there? No. <laughs> Are you serious? Yeah, it's it seems like how many like, times have you been there? Like a million, a zillion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but, but it, feels, it seems like like any time like I I that I am there, I have time. Like you're busy or you're not or there yeah, or something like yeah, that. So you know, true, and then yeah. and then you know me. If, I, if I'm playing there, I show up right. 10 minutes before I'm supposed right. to play. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know. Johnny showed up. Yeah, yeah, I got yeah. to set up and everything. So yeah. Now, I, what I find interesting, maybe some people don't know, but I find the science of yeah. beer kind of interesting. Can, can yeah. you get a quick synopsis of that really yeah, quick? Yeah, kind of a basic deal. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, uh, I mean, f- for anybody who doesn't know, uh, yeah, brewing is, is a science and it's kind of crazy how far it's come to. But, um, yeah, so, I mean, the basic thing is adding grain to water. 
letting that grain then convert uh, to sugar. Yeah. And then you transfer that, I guess, sugar water is the best way to put it, okay. into a kettle. Yeah. Uh, and as you're doing that, you're also rinsing all those grains with just plain water. Yeah. And rinsing all those sugars and transferring it into the kettle, which yeah. then that sugar water is what they call wort. Yeah, yeah. And then you boil that off to kill off any bacteria. Uh, and then uh, you cool the beer down, transfer it to a fermenter, because you, if you don't cool the beer down, the yeast will die. I had that happen to me once uh, before. Yeah. 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 So, and then what happens is the yeast then eats that sugar that you created in the beer, uh, and that's what creates alcohol. So, yeah. sugar eats, I mean, uh, yeast eats all the sugar, creates CO2. That's why you put those, like, you see the blow off tube. Right, right. Yeah, yeah. That. Uh, they always say like uh, yeast eats sugar and then farts CO two. Yeah. That's what it's like. You yeah, know yeah, I mean? sure. So yeah, and then that creates beer, um, and you know, and, and alcohol depending on how much you want to do. And that carbonates that too. Or other car- so you, there's a couple different ways. Like uh, home brewing, they called it priming, where you would add sugar. You would basically transfer the beer, or you'd put the beer into like another whatever, maybe a bucket, yeah. and add sugar to right. it, and then put it in bottles, and then that. Whatever yeast was left over in suspension, we would eat up that sugar mm. and then carbonate the beer. Okay. Or you can carbonate it with CO. They call it forced carbonation with CO two, which yep. is what I do. Oh, okay. Um, so we have two. We have bright tanks. They're called where you transfer clean beer from a fermenter into a bright tank. And I have a big. Car- it's like a carb stone. They call it. it's like a big carbonation stone. Oh, cool. That's like in the liquid. And oh, cool. You just I just have like a quick connect to it and turn it on and it kind of saturates into the beer and eventually gets all the co2 saturates into it and gets it carbonated and i test it too there's different oh, of course ways to yeah. test it and that's amazing yeah it's pretty wild it's going from you know you know i don't know carrying buckets of beer down my stairs to you know transferring it with pumps and everything else so, <laughs> so yeah. i mean there's a lot of uh claims of where beer started yeah do, 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 what do you do you think it's like the the monks what, 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 what do you think i think a lot of it had to do uh i think like the aztecs like i Something, think corn right? like what happened was they put or made no it might have been the egyptians they put corn in these big baskets and with water and they would ferment yeah and then that's kind of what i've always thought was like the start of beer yeah you know? maybe but who the hell knows whoever did it they're genius yeah <laughs> i think that's what it was it's just sugar fermented somehow and they're like holy shit i just got drunk or, yeah, yeah. Whoa, <laughs> or maybe they didn't know what that was what like, is this different you know <laughs> whoa wait a minute yeah, yeah. and then it just kind of grew and grew from there so who the hell knows I don't that's know. pretty awesome yeah that's pretty awesome so um at your brewery, I like you have a lot of different styles. Mm-hmm. You have a bunch of different styles and everything, which yeah. I think is great. I think a lot of places are one style heavy. Yeah, a lot of places, yeah, you yeah. know. But I, I like you have a bunch of different things. Yeah, that, and there's there's definitely weeks too where we're like IPA heavy sometimes. Well, yeah, I mean that happens. You know, um, it's it's I try to keep ten to twelve beers if I can on tap of oh, all sure. different styles I can try and get on. But it's like lately it's been kind of crazy and I can't, I can barely keep up. Uh, like I think I have like eight or nine on right now, but. That's pretty impressive though, dude. I mean, yeah, that's, that's pretty yeah, good. Yeah, yeah, And that's kind of, you know, with the amount of taps we have and in the system we have, I'm able to kind of, I have the flexibility to do a bunch of different styles, which is cool too. So I can get, you know, I can do a, a farm house ale, but also have a Pilsner on. Yeah, yeah, and a yeah. Stout. And you know what I mean? So yeah, trying to, I, I try and make it so it's approachable kind of for everybody. 
that you know if somebody's just not necessarily an IPA drinker, right? We got something for them, you know right? What I mean, I try to tr- try to do that at least. We also have some really uh, juicy IPAs too that I think people can like. Oh, okay, I can do this if they're not yeah, really into like yeah. the super hoppy yeah. stuff. You know, I, they, yeah, like I say, like approachability is like my biggest thing. Yeah, and trying to find the balance where people uh, who you know, I have a lot of people who say I've had biggest compliment I ever get is somebody who will come up to me and say. I don't like IPAs, mm-hmm. but I love your IPA. That's or great. Like, I've had your IPA and it's great. You know yeah, what I mean? That's, that's, cool. that's cool. That's cool. That's that's probably the best compliment I can get. So I try and always like balance and approachability is always like my goal with beers. That's a great idea. Yeah. yeah that's just, great. Because it's just a, a roundness for people. You know, like even this, like we were talking about the sour. The sour is... is not so sour where like you're you know tingling yeah. when you drink it or yeah. you know I'm what so I mean? excited like, to try that it's definitely like a, it's a good in- intro for somebody who's like thinking about getting in the sour okay let's talk about that yeah. right now we I a lot of when I I, I know a little bit mm-hmm. about like the the dangers of brewing a sour yeah and yeah. uh I, I've talked about uh, but I when I explain to people a little bit that I know they're always like the you know, jaw drop kind of thing so yeah, yeah, I, this yeah. is a you want to say why it's how dangerous it is and why it's so yes. dangerous for you? you well, yeah. So the the thing that sours beer is uh, is bacteria, right? It's lactobacillus or like PDO, like pediococcus, like stuff that really like is bacteria, legit. Yeah. And um, you know you can do you can do sour you can sour in a fermenter if you want, but you d- literally need all separate equipment right because it's like a, it's like a cleanser clamps. it's like a cleaner like resistant bacteria correct yeah it's just it'll just infect everything yeah you know what i mean and a lot of people like breweries like if you ever seen uh bigger breweries that have like sour like barrel age programs yeah that stuff is in a totally separate section of the brewery so not even just like airborne bacteria just won't even get into their so where are clean you IPAs yours? or whatever. So here's the difference. <laughs> this is so, scary, dude. <laughs> so here's the this, so there's this thing called kettle souring where yeah. you basically what you do is to avoid that and having to have separate equipment, you sour in the kettle. So what you do is you you brew beer like you normally do, right? You add your grain. You start collecting your, your beer into the kettle, and then you bring it up to a boil. You just boil it for 15 minutes to kind of kill off any, like, residual bacteria, just like you would with a beer. You yeah, know, I like mean, an IPA. Because if you think of bacteria, like, like ferments beer, too, correct? Like, correct. Yeah, 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 but this yeah, is a yeah, different yeah. kind of thing. Yeah, so what, uh, and then what I, what you do for kettle sour is basically you seal up your entire kettle. Mm-hmm. You seal it with, people do it all different ways, but, like, for me, it was, like, legit, like, a big like saran wrap like wrapping yeah, right yeah, around yeah. the top right so and you basically you just you bring the beer down to like 100 degrees 110 degrees okay so you so you heat it up you know boil it bring it back down and then i start sealing it up and then as i'm doing that i'm feeding like a co2 line into it to purge any like oxygen out of yeah, it because yeah. oxygen is, is bad and then uh once you do that I basically pitch there's I pitch the lactobacillus, which is the bacteria, okay. right into the kettle. Okay. And then seal it up, cover it. I put like blankets over it and sealed it up again, <laughs> yeah, taped yeah, it, yeah. And all, you know, everything. Like well, because it is an airborne thing, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And and just like uh, there's a big thing and it's people say a lot of different things. Um basically lacto if a lot of oxygen gets in with the lacto, it can it can just ruin the beer. Yeah. And make it taste like vomit. Oh, nice! So, mm. <laughs> like, yeah, so I was I'm, trying to avoid that. The first time I, I tasted a sour, I, like it, 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 it takes a minute 
because you you have to get in your head like it's supposed to be like that. You know, <laughs> right? Yeah, you're like it's total mindfuck. Like, yeah, like, total mindfuck. Right yeah, now. like what? What is this going is what on? Like, stuff is like yeah, yeah. yeah, this is what it's supposed to be. And it took right. me a little while to get. Right. Then once I got got that in my head, yeah, I really yeah, dug yeah, it. Yeah, you know, yeah. so my uh, my friend Nick, they uh, they 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 own uh, High Horse up in Amherst. Okay, okay. Yeah. And his brother went to Belgium, mm. where I guess it's like. I can't remember what it's called. I should find out, but I guess it's that's the that's like the sour that all American sours are kind of trying to be. And I guess it's yeah, been a, it's probably uh, Cantillon or like out of Belgian. That sounds about yeah, right. Those yeah, those are like they are legit. The I don't want to say the innovators of sour beer, but they were the you know the, their sours are just the best. I had we we had he saved one for us one yeah. time. Went over there for dinner yeah. over the house. I've known I've known uh, his wife for over thirty five years, but um, they. I guess they just roll this vat into this barn. Yeah. That they don't clean. Yep. No. It's all it's natural all the, air bacteria. Yeah. That's they it. call it spontaneous fermentation. <laughs> that's that's awesome. what it's called. Yeah. So they take they do these things called cool ships. That's what those that's what you're talking about. It's a big basically it's a big open so they brew the beer and then they transfer the beer into this big open container. Yeah. Basically. And then they like you said, they just open the vents in their barn. <laughs> and let the let the beer chill. Like they, the beer that goes into the cool ship is hot. Like it just just finished boiling, and then they just let it sit overnight. And all the bacteria that's like floating around throughout there just falls on. It's like that a beer. centuries old kind of. Kind of, it's crazy, man. It's, well, they, he said that they had like pictures of all the head brewers throughout yeah. throughout on the wall, and I guess like the first four were sketches. <laughs> like, like they, <laughs> they didn't take the tr- yeah. There's no photographs. There was no photographs when they started it. That I thought that was one of the most awesome yeah, things I yeah, ever heard. Yeah, you know, yeah, it was yeah. so so cool. Yeah, that stuff's wild, man. And and there's a few breweries in America now that are doing that. Those cool ships, like, really. Like Allagash has a cool ship. Yeah, we have a lot of room. Um, I like Allagash. Yeah, yeah Allagash yeah, White they, is a nice. They do a lot of you know that 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 guy who started Allagash went to Belgium and. Yeah, and was like blown away, and that and went back to America. I was like, I'm gonna start a brewery that's all Belgian based beers. You know yeah, what I mean? like I like what that a ballsy Allegash move, way. ballsy, ballsy move. Yeah, the, the, I think the only one that I can think of that does that, or at least close to that, is like Umagang out in New York. Yep. Right? Yeah, exactly. Right? Yeah, 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 yeah. They do a lot of the similar similar stuff. Yeah. They do some cool stuff. Yeah, they do some cool stuff. Yep. Well, that's awesome. I'm really excited. That I'm coming. To, what is it? Tap this weekend? Your sour? Yeah, it's going on this weekend. Yeah, so. you know I'm going to be there, right? I'm, <laughs> I'm going to be there. Yeah. I'll see you there. That's yeah. really, really great. How do you feel about this whole nitro thing? Nitro, nitro beers? Yeah. Um, I think they're cool for dark beers for sure, yeah. yeah. I've heard they're, they, like, on IPAs and stuff, it's really good, too. I've never had one. I have yeah. no idea. But I don't feel like installing a nitro line. <laughs> no, I, I'll be honest with you. Everybody, everybody I think, I think it is, it's, like, really smooth. Yeah. But for me, it's almost too smooth. Oh really? Yeah, for me yeah. it's just it's like smaller bubbles. Like it's just almost too smooth for me. Yeah. I feel like I, maybe I have to have a little more experience with it, but I yeah. feel as though it's it feels like a half flat beer to me. It's okay. just weird. I'm just yeah, not really I see into what it. You're saying yeah. No, I've never. Uh, I don't think I've actually had. I don't know if I've had one. I've had like coffee on nitro, but I've yeah, never yeah, yeah. had like a beer on nitro. I don't think so. Which is weird because yeah. I should. But. I get why people like. Yeah, I mean, you think right? Maybe, maybe give it a shot. Who knows? I, 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 I understand why people are into it. And I'm, you yeah. know, and I, I, I just, I don't know. It's just not my thing. Yeah, I, I've been hearing a lot about it. Nitro being used in like IPAs and stuff. That's starting to become a thing now. Really? Yeah. Smooth. Like I like that they went smooth. to the like the the milkshake, I, the lactose and the IPAs. I kind of like yeah. that too. Yeah, I like yeah, the, yeah. They're really. Uh, they're creamy and nice. I yeah. really like them a lot. That's another one that like. Uh, that's another style that. 
like blew up. And, oh yeah, I'm such a very popular style now. Uh, you know, we do one too. It's you know almost out of not necessarily. It's funny because personally myself, I don't really dig milkshake IPAs. Yeah, but it's one of our best selling beers. Yeah, it's freaking crazy. You know, I'm like, oh, I guess I should brew one. You know, and I did it, and it's, we do strawberry mango in ours. Um, yeah, I think I had that. Yeah, yeah, pink slip. Yep. Secret. It's coming out in Shh. cans. Don't tell anybody. It's coming out in cans in a few weeks. It's quiet. Don't tell anybody. We get asked that all the time. Are you going to put this beer in? Because we only did it in tap yeah. forever. Yeah. And, uh, you know, people are like, when are you going to put that beer in cans? I'm like, what? why? You guys come here and drink it. Well, I don't want to put it in cans. <laughs> <laughs> so it's going in cans. So Good. Oh, cool, man. Don't tell anybody, guys. Don't tell it's anybody. It's a secret. It's a secret. And now I heard this thing going around, and maybe I'm just, maybe I'm just ignorant, but is there an issue now? Or maybe it's been around for a long time and I just didn't know. Are you not supposed to put beer in a chilled glass? Yes, this is a big debate. Yeah, I personally don't like chilled glasses either. Okay. Uh, is there a reason for this other than... It takes away from from what everybody says, flavor, and it's just like you get crappy pores when you do a, a chilled glass and stuff too so i don't know i just when i see chilled glasses i think like sports bar <laughs> shit, you know what i mean which is totally fine like i'm all drinking a bunch of miller lights like whatever give me a chilled glass I'm yeah yeah shit, yeah you know but yeah yeah in craft beer chilled glasses is like a no-no and hard pour too right you want a head right you want to get yeah right yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Sure. yeah 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 i mean it depends like you know, IPAs don't, you know, uh, uh, like a juicy IPA, like New England style IPA, yeah. hazy IPA, whatever you want to call it. You don't necessarily get huge heads on those ones, but like yeah. my Pilsner, I do like a long, big pour so it gets a good head and stuff like that. So I like to see them on like certain beer styles. Okay. You know? Interesting. But, yeah. And now, now the the West Coast IPA, that's almost like piney, right? Like it has like a... Yeah, more bitter, piney, yeah, stone. usually tends to be clear. I think Stone IPA was like a real game changer for me. I yep. think, that yep. was, yeah, that was yeah, a, that's another brewery. Those are that's another brewery that was like an originator. That, yeah, you know, we were we were getting here on the on the East Coast, which was like people were like losing their minds with all the the hops in it. You know how bitter it was, so how big they were, and, and I loved it. Like the first yeah. time, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember what was the beer I used to get all the time. Ruination or something. Oh yeah, like that. Stone, yeah. Stone Ruination. Yeah, yeah, that was a great beer. And I, I haven't like had that freaking Stone in forever though. I, I, I've seen it in a few bars, and I'm always like mm. very excited. Yeah, they used to do the enjoy buys. Remember those? Yeah. Stone oh yeah. Buys. I love those. Ones. Those are great. Yeah. Really good idea too. It's a good idea, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's really. They, and a lot of times, it's like they'll do it for like Fourth of July. Yeah. Enjoy yeah, by Fourth yeah, yeah. of July. Kind I remember. Of thing. I, I used to work at a liquor store prior to working. I mean, I worked a couple of jobs, but before the brewery, and uh, I used to love when we get the enjoy buys in. Oh yeah. Like snag a few bottles before they used to do them like. Pretty regularly, they would do yeah. them like every few months. You get a few of them. I remember like certain ones that were really good, certain ones that weren't good. Yeah, yeah, you know yeah. What I mean, like right, the, right, right. The twelve twenty four one that I got one year was like awesome, and then there was one in like January that I hated, and like so it's like it was cool. That's cool that, yeah. they, that they. I think a lot of people assume that it's the same thing every time, but it's not. It, yeah. it, they, they change it up, and yeah, it's kind of yeah. kind of cool that they yeah. do that. I'm sure they use different hop varieties or different styles or whatever. So I guess right. Yeah. So there are what? How many types of hops now? <laughs> Jesus Christ. It's still counting, man. A zillion, hops. right? Yeah. Hundreds. And you yeah. find that they have all have different qualities and whatnot. Yeah. Uh, they do. Some uh, are, are similar to each other. 
you know, some you can substitute. Like if you're running out of one hop, you can substitute it and almost get the same flavor okay. profile. Uh, but now they're just like they're coming out with. I mean, hop growers are like big business right now. What are they crossbreeding to get different flavors? And some, stuff? some do. Yeah, I some, yeah. There's a lot of like uh, you know, like they take you know uh, one hop as the father and then another one is the female and then put them together and it becomes another hop. You know, that's know pretty I mean? cool. So, um, that's something I don't know a shitload of the science behind, but I just, pretty incredible. I just know when I read the descriptions, I'm like, that sounds cool. Yeah, that's yeah, cool. Some of that, you know, that's so. cool. I, I, I've never had like a raw, like hops in my hand. I've never had oh, really? raw hops in my hand. Just yeah. get to take that. Yeah, in. Yeah, and, you yeah. know, it's pretty yeah. neat. It's, there's, there's no, one of the best, smells in brewing is when you cut a fresh bag of hops open. And yeah. And you just waft it. And, oh, I love it. Know, that, oh, I love that it. That and the morning mash in when grain hits the water. That's one of the best smells in the world, too. It reminds me of like, uh, you get that, that grainy smell, the cooked grain. It reminds me of like oatmeal. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah that's yeah. exactly what it's like. Yeah. It's awesome. <laughs> yeah, I love it. I love it. Hey, let's, um, let's talk about your cans. Sure. I love that. Not your can, but your can. can. You know? <laughs> I have been working out. Oh, good for you. Yeah. I'm just kidding. I, I love, I feel like that's another thing too, because, because these places are popping up, it's the, the can and the label is really yeah. important. Can art is a very big thing right now. Yeah. yeah. Like Skyline just started doing that. Yep. It's a really clean, really yeah, cool yeah, looking different can. Different style. Yeah. Yeah. Really, it's really cool. neat. And yours are the most obnoxious. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. But I, I say that in the best possible. No, I think it's I, know, I think I it's know, awesome. I it's really uh, yeah. I shared a I shared a picture of of your your big slide can. Would yeah. you call that like your your premier beer, the big slide? You think? Or, yeah, or, it's it's funny because I always was like resignation is going to be our our flagship, right? That's well, they're always them. different too, right? They're, they're a little different. The resignations are always or which uh, is one? No, a, that one stays pretty. Oh, which is one? It's a batch nine, batch ten. Which oh, one? performance performance review. Yeah, 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 yeah. There yeah. you go. But Westside became like the fan favorite. You well, because you can see the big slide at the Big E yeah, down yeah, your, yeah, at the end yeah, of your street. Yeah, I mean, yeah. that that's... Literally, yeah. yeah. it's pretty cool. Yeah. But now, who's this artist? Who's the guy that does these for you? Eric Clark, local guy. Yep. Uh, super awesome, good guy. Awesome dude. Awesome yeah. dude. Another musician. Yep. Uh, you figured. He looks yeah, like a musician. You know, yeah. Obviously. Yeah. He's, he played in like metal bands and hardcore bands back in the day. But yeah, now he's like an art teacher for young kids, which is hilarious. But um, yeah, I met... We met him. My wife knew him. I think from growing up or they went to the same school or something like that. They knew. Yeah. Him. And then when we knew uh, when the brewery was going to become a thing and we wanted to do cans, we want, obviously we wanted the labels to kind of set us apart from oh, yeah. too. And um, we were, she was like, well, let's, let's invite Eric over and like, he can bring his portfolio and we can see what he does. You know, and I kind of like look quickly, like, I think somebody gave me like his Facebook page. And I kind of looked quickly. I'm he did like, like wow. a, lot of, a lot of skateboard art kind of yeah, thing, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He did a lot of stuff yeah. with theory and stuff like that. He was an awesome skater too, I guess, too. Oh, yeah. cool. What a nice... I went up next to him at a bar. It might have been your place or someplace else. Probably, kind of went up yeah. next to him like, hey, I know you. We yeah, kind of, he's yeah, a good yeah. dude, man. What a cool guy. Uh, he, uh, he he brought his um, he brought his portfolio and I just remember like oh, like you just taking it all like, and like Three or four things into his portfolio. I'm like, yeah, no, no, no. You, you got the gig. This is your style is absolutely perfect. Perfect. Yeah, want. you know. And he's one of those guys where I can, um, I can give him a beer name and some sometimes just a beer name, maybe a concept. Or, yeah. Sometimes not even a concept. Sometimes I just give him the beer name and he'll run with it. And I'll be like, holy shit, this is perfect. That's awesome. Or sometimes they're like, oh, here's what I'm kind of thinking, and he'll like do you know he'll spin it his way too. And it's like it's such an he's such an easy dude to work with. Yeah. 
and he just like we click when it comes to I think just the the beer names and the the whole idea behind everything. It's just like our both of our styles, and it just fits well. That's great. You know what I mean? So it's like match made in heaven. He just I just give him an idea, and he runs with it. You know? I really like that. Yeah, that's, that's great. Cool. It's, I really dig them. I think they really stand out. And they're all like different colors, and they, yeah, because I, I feel that there's there's now even at the at the um, table and vine over mm. here they have that kind of local micro brew yep. thing there yeah, you yeah, know yeah, but yeah. and the label has to stand out Absolutely. you know but in, yeah. and that's what po- that's what I'll see when I'm at a store well, yeah. first is a, yeah. a label and go holy shit that's pretty cool and then kind of read it and see what it is and but yeah he uh it's cool we're doing um we are going to the dirty truth on a fi- what's what's uh Valentine's Day the 15th 14th it's Friday Art Walk in Northampton, oh, I guess. Oh, cool. And so, um, he, he, the guy from the Dirty Truth happened to be in the tap room the same night Eric was there one night, and they kind of talked to. So, basically, what we're doing is, it's like an art pop-up of all Eric's stuff at the Dirty Truth. Oh, cool. With the can label art and stuff like that, and oh. our beers are going on tap. Oh, awesome. Cans, which is Good like for you. Huge bucket list kind of craft brewery bar that i really wanted to get into well that's a it's a that's two like birds a, with one stone getting eric stuff in there and our beer in there and it's, that's great it's that's like cool. a really great location for like craft beer and, oh yeah, and yeah, cool yeah, food. yeah. it's, a, it's so, a great yeah. place yeah we're trying to crack different um areas and stuff like that stop in and see my um that night stop in and see my tattoo artist living art studio oh right okay. down the street because he always has he always supports that uh oh nice that art walk thing he oh sweet has, yeah has, they do it all it's like six to nine or something like that everybody kind of walks through something like that yeah, yeah so yeah, trying to pop it and see if he's a good guy. Scott yeah. is a good dude. Cool. Man. He's cool. Yeah. So that's well, right on, dude. Um, so this podcast, we do have this one constant that we do every single time, and we call it the final three. Pew, 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 pew. All right, so this is just three just quick questions. Okay. You just answer it. However you want to answer it. Okay. Okay. Just off the top of your head. Okay. But some people have had the advantage, like they've heard what the questions are. You are not, I haven't heard it yet. So I love that's even better. I love it. Because down the road, yeah. if I have people back on, which by the way, I'd right, love to have right. you back on. Absolutely. I think there's so much more we could talk about. I'd love to have you back on. Yes. Let's do Question it. number one, how do you take your coffee? Ooh. Depends on the day, but normally one cream, two sugars, but I drink it black too sometimes. Right on. Depends You're on literally the feel. third person to come on that said black. Yeah, 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 I can drink it black. Yeah, if it's a good coffee, I'll drink it black for sure. Right on. You're yeah. the third person out. You're the out of four yeah. who said black. My wife thinks I'm nuts when I do that, though. Now, do you like like a darker <laughs> coffee or, or lighter? I like or a like a like a blonder, like lighter roast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I'm sure. all about the greasy dark roast, man. I don't know yeah. what it is. I'm a full on addict, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, yeah, I mean, I'm I'm definitely a three minimum three coffee a day person. Yeah, right on. Always. Yeah, yeah. I've had my four today, yeah. so you know, three or yeah, four today. I'll probably yeah. get one when I leave here. Right on. I love it. <laughs> Great. You got to keep moving somehow, right? You got to keep going. Yeah, plus I just, I don't know, I just fucking love coffee. It's so good, right? Yes. It's, it's like so good. second behind beer. <laughs> I used to, when I, was, when I traveled a lot with wrestling, I, oh, you probably I, freaking lived off it. Well, yeah, you get a big one on the way out, yeah. and then on the way home, there was something about that long drive home where you, oh, have, you yeah. had that warm coffee in your right. hand. There was just something about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. I remember yeah. one time I got this giant coffee, and we were going up to Portland, Maine, and there's no way if you're trying to get up there for a show before showtime in Portland, Maine, you don't hit a ton of traffic. Right. So it took us like four and a half hours to uh, get there. From we here? Got, yeah. From here. Sure. We got there yeah. about 20 minutes before showtime, and I just finished a giant coffee. <laughs> <laughs> well, up in Maine... They, they they check you out. They give you a little quick, like, a, they listen to your heart. They, they take your, oh, you know, take your really? blood pressure and all that. Oh, yeah. shit. Oh, and you're, I bet you. 
I sit down. Your ticker must have been moving. I, for yeah, you. I sit down and, and, and they go take my blood pressure. I said it's going to be one twenty over eighty. It's right, always right. one twenty over eighty. And they take it and they go, "What do you say it's going to be?" Yeah, yeah. One twenty over eighty. Why don't you go sit down for five minutes and come back? <laughs> You're like, I, I just drink a giant coffee. That's awesome. I love it. too. You're a big wrestling fan. We got to talk oh, wrestling yeah, someday, yeah, yeah. too. For sure, yeah. Next time. We, we have to talk wrestling, too. Yeah, yeah absolutely. That's yeah. great. Big on right. the independent stuff, too. Oh, of course. Yeah, it's that's another local thing yep. that you have to support. Absolutely. Question number two. Go. What is the last movie you saw either at home or in the theater? And with no spoilers, quick thumbs up, thumbs down, what you thought of it? Yeah. Well, last time I went to the movies. Uh, Could be at home. Um... I mean, See, could, we watch a shitload of documentaries. But that's, that's cool too. You can plug a documentary. Um, that counts. I'm trying to think. Like, I try and think of when I went with the boy. Let's see. Um, probably record. Uh, Ralph breaks wow. the internet. Okay. Record Ralph breaks the internet. Yeah, I haven't seen either one of them. Love it. Yeah. <laughs> thumbs up. Two thumbs up. Yeah. All right. I'm on it. I'm on it. I know that that last one's even better. I think personally, we watch. It's like that's one of those movies that my kid watches like over and over and over again. Was the first one just Wreck It Ralph? Or yeah, just yeah. Wreck It Ralph, yeah. which he watched when he was like younger, and then we went and saw the new one in the movie. Like we didn't see the first one in the movies because he was like really young. Yeah. And then we saw the second one in the movies. Yeah. And we loved it. Like that's just cool. me and him, just like <laughs> throwing out. I love that. I think he's such a good kid too. He's, he's awesome. like he he just chills and he's, yeah, such, a, he's, he's such a good kid. He's been around a lot of adults his whole life, so yeah. he's just like used to just chilling out. So he's that's good. great. Here's what, here's what bugs me about movies and their sequels. Netflix right now has yeah. Wreck It Ralph and the, the the sequel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We love the first one on there. Yeah. So it's like what? I'm like, yeah, Come right. On. Yeah. You like, what are you they doing put to both me? on? Right. Yeah, can you put a both yeah. on? You have plenty of room. Yeah. No shit. Take off one of those movies that I've never heard of. Yeah, take off one of your <laughs> crappy Netflix originals or something. Oh, some of those are good, though. Dude. No, no, some of them are, but believe me, yeah. Did you oh, see, we watch a shitload of that. Did you see Ballad of Buster Scruggs? No. You must watch that movie. No, I haven't seen that one. It, it's, a, it's a Coen Brothers movie. Oh, really? Yeah, and it's, nice. it's, it's a series of short stories. Okay. And the only thing, they have, cool. in, the only thing they have in common is, somebody, is some, they're like taking place in the Old West and somebody dies. Okay. And every one of them. And okay. And it's, it's really, really cool. I think you're really like for Netflix, uh, you know. Watch it. Yeah. Yeah, it's sure. very, very cool. good. It's very, very good. Did you watch the Ted Bundy movie? Yes. I loved it. The, the, with uh, what's his name, Zach Zach Galifianakis. Zach Galifianakis yeah, yeah. Really, really. No, oh, no, no, no Zach not, uh, Efron. Zach Efron. Yeah, Imagine yeah, yeah, Zach Galifianakis yeah, yeah. playing <laughs> Ted Bundy. Maybe it would have been better. Who knows? Maybe. Who knows? That's yeah, great. I thought that was a good one too. Um, yeah, that was good. You know what movie was a Netflix movie that I thought was the worst, and you might disagree with me on this okay. because of our age gap. Maybe yeah. But the dirt. I thought the Motley Crue one. Yeah, you didn't like it. I thought it was awful. Why? I thought the acting was awful. I thought they could have touched on more stuff, I think, maybe. I don't know. I just thought it was cheesy. Yeah? To me. But, I mean, And I was pumped for it. I did, too. I was pumped for it. I but. thought it was cheesy, too, but then looking back, it was really cheesy back then. I guess, yeah. That's a good point. From somebody who saw yeah. Motley Crue yeah. on the Shot of the Devil tour, right, 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 it was right. pretty cool. I just thought the stuff with like Vince Neil and the daughter, like the way... Like he met up with the band at the bar, and which like, didn't happen. You know what I mean? Yeah, like yeah, you're yeah. like that didn't happen. That kind of bugged me too. You know what yeah. I mean? That, like that stuff part, like that. I was like, eh. That's it brought not. back a lot of memories, but I could see why it was yeah. kind of like. I, I, there was definitely parts where I thought it was like cool as hell because yeah. that debauchery stuff is cool as hell. Yeah, and, like it's cool to see that stuff. But um, and I thought like the dude who played Tommy Lee was good, Machine Gun Kelly. Yeah, he did a great job. Um, he literally learned how to play drums for that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I actually listened to a lot of Machine Gun Kelly music anyway, and then I was like, "Oh, that's cool." But yeah, I kind of thought that. I was, I was disappointed with that one. Well, you know, it got, I know it sounds silly too, but I'm pretty sure that you know when Vince Neil and Rousel got in the car accident, 
Yeah, that's I'm, another thing. I'm pretty too. sure yeah, they yeah, used yeah. the wrong car. Yeah. I'm put, I'm not positive, but I'm pretty sure it wasn't the same car. And little things like that kind yeah, of yeah, yeah, bug yeah, me. Yeah, you yeah, know? yeah, yeah. There was a few things in there. I'm just like, mm, and the, Mc, the whole stuff with like the McMars stuff. I don't think he was that cranky. Right. That kind of bugged me too. I don't I, think I don't he was that cranky. Yeah. He said he's like a super nice guy. Yeah, he yeah, seemed yeah. really cranky. He's probably just like, pissed off because he was in pain all the time <laughs> i know the feeling yeah i get it all right question number three Go. is there a local small business that you are not directly affiliated with that you'd like to give a plug to maybe had a good experience could be anything i think immediately think of food of course uh, yeah uh pintus pintus in west springfield yeah best absolute best and uh bell and napoli Nice. They take care of us. They uh, a lot of people order Bell and Napoli into the into the tap room a lot when we don't have a food truck. Um, Good pizza there. Awesome pizza. Good. We went there for, into the dining room for dinner. Yeah, that's yeah, long yeah. ago. Oh, was... the the nicer like the restaurant style. That one. Yeah. Yeah. We just dropped a keg there. Really? Yeah. Good for so you. The keg there, but uh, a, if you go there, go there for dinner sometime. It's yeah, awesome. I haven't been there yet. For that's that. great. And then I'm Macho Taco. Because I fucking love Macho Taco. Macho Taco in Agawam, <laughs> Massachusetts. Yeah, that's a good place. I like that place. It's cool. But it was funny there. If you go there and you have to use the restroom, it's like a mile walk into oh, the is back. That? Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You have to I go have down these, all these hallways that aren't finished and kind of find your way through this labyrinth to find your way to the bathroom. Yeah. It's really, really yeah, weird. But yeah. I do like Macho Taco. Gave three plugs. That's three great. Plugs. Good Sorry. for you. No, it. that's perfect. I Thought love about it. about all that's... the food I eat around here. <laughs> so I'm, I'm we're like... Uh, Bess is going to be running in the the Chicago Marathon, yeah. and, and I think it's October. And I'm already looking to oh, see yeah, where I want to eat. You guys are foodies, right? oh, big time, yeah. So yeah, you'll be all over it. You ever been to Philly? No, we were talking about this though, dude. You, know, you go to bad, Philly, you have go. to. Everybody talks about the cheesesteaks. So there's a I bunch know. of different ones you got to try. Yeah, but. What you have to do is go to Reading Terminal Market and yeah. get this pork sandwich in the Reading Terminal Market. They put like uh, broccoli rob, right? Broccoli rob yeah. on top, and then they, you know, it, oh, it's it was one of the greatest, the, like the juice. Oh, on the, the top of that, juice, yeah. yeah, and sharp provolone underneath and stuff. It, it's tremendous. Yeah, they literally reheat the 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 pork and slice paper thin in the juice. That's how they reheat yeah, it. Yeah, it, yeah, it, yeah. It's awesome. Anyway, here we, oh. we're we're getting off topic. We're getting real hungry now. Did we talk about? Did we talk about the survival of the fittest of the of the breweries? That we haven't. Guys? No, we haven't yeah, done that. I, yeah, I, we're going. We're backtracking, guys. All right. I. It's going to happen. It has survival. It, they're popping up everywhere. It, I think it's starting to seep in now. I think yeah. it is. I mean, we saw Mystic closed. Mystic out in Boston, which is a a huge brewery. Amazing beers. What was uh, the one up in New Hampshire? It was a good one that just closed down. Smutty Nose has been bought out. Really? Uh, Lefties uh, is gone, right? Lefties is gone. That was for a different reason, though. That was like more of a personal reason for those guys. Um, but yeah, I think you're starting to see it now. And I think, you know, I think, like you said, survival of the fittest. Is well, a Darwinism or craft brew, you know? Yeah, man. I think what you're going to start seeing... Bessie wrote that, by the way. That's not my that's term. Good. That's good. Like a good it. one. I like it. Uh, what you're going to start seeing, I think, is people going back to local, right? Like tap rooms. Yeah. And I think that that's where you're going to see the next surge uh, of beer or of, of breweries, I guess. Yeah. Because I think that's... Where at least you can get a unique touch on our brewery, right? Like yeah. everybody can open up a brewery in a <clears throat> in a industrial park. Yeah, you know what I mean. Which is, happening, yeah. which is a lot of what's happening. You guys happening. are in the old Angie's Tortellini building. Yeah, like it's just like that stuff to me. And and believe me, there's I'm sure there's a ton of breweries that opened up in an industrial park that the beer is absolutely amazing. Yeah. 
um, like Burlington Beer Company. I don't know if you've ever been up there. No, I've never been there, but I've had their beer. It's in a friggin' huge, you know, but they made their tap room really cool. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, so I think, I just think that you're going to see a lot of these bigger, like, production type facilities. Those may go to the wayside, and you'll see a lot of these, uh, like, local tap rooms, kind of. Well, like you said, like, like, it's really cool. I think that's the vibe and the atmosphere in a place is really important. I think so, too, yeah. Really important. You yeah. can't, it, it it needs to somehow be cozy, but yeah. also relaxed at the same yeah. time. And that's it, like you were saying with our building. That building has uh, personality. I think. Oh yeah, you know what I mean. Oh yeah, like, you design. The, it. I love to design. You it's did. in the middle of a friggin' neighborhood almost. You know oh oh yeah, I mean? which I thought was the coolest part. I mean, there's a house Some people get door, mad. Right? They're like, "Oh, we drove by this place." I'm like, "Oh, whatever. It's no big deal. You're here now." So yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah <laughs> like, right, right. It's, it's all good. You know? oh, there's a house right next door to you. Right? Literally, yeah. There's yeah. like a house right next to us. That's great. Yeah. Are they cool? Are they are they cool? They have never complained about us ever. Have they been in? I don't know if they've been in, because it's like a younger family, I think, maybe, that have, like, kids, like, babies and stuff, so I don't think they've ever been in, but the uh, the girl across the street has been in a few times. Now you, have, you have, like, a deal with the with the other businesses for, like, to help with the parking and stuff. Yeah. Like, that's really with cool. With the Pasaris, yeah. Pasari Oil. I don't yeah. Know, they're Westside. They've been around Westside forever. Okay. Um, yeah, if they didn't let us have that lot across the street, we would, the tap room would not be open. That is amazing. So That's you know, awesome. So we try and, you know take care of them and just make sure that people aren't being idiots when they leave. We yeah. still, there's still always going to be a bad Always going to be, yeah. People, some, like, I don't know, a week ago, somebody tore ass out of the parking lot and, like, uh, Kate reached out to us and, like, you know, we're going to be putting up a sign that, like, basically when you walk out of our door that says, hey, don't be an asshole when you leave here. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. There's still people, you know, she's got a daughter, like a 12-year-old daughter. You don't want, you don't want to be yeah, no. waking them up at, you know, and granted, we, we close it, the latest we stay open is 10, but yeah. still... If you leave it at like ten thirty and you, you tear kids ass and yeah, yeah, you know what I mean. So that is the one. I wouldn't even say it's a disadvantage. It's just a, an issue that you can deal with sometimes. That with when, when you're in a neighborhood like we are, you know, you got to deal with some bad apples here and there. Well, but, of course, what are you gonna do? Yeah, but yeah. So I think, uh, yeah, and I mean, I think as far as the bubble burst and on the survival of the fittest and all that, it's just gonna be the guys making the best beer left. Yeah, at some point. Yeah, it sucks. And it sucks because there's a lot of, you know, great... I haven't met any bad people in the brewing industry. No, they're all cool, right? You know what I mean? Like, yeah, everybody's so cool. So everybody's kind of pulling for everybody. Yeah. Whether or not that that happens forever and at some point people are like, all right, oh, another brewery, like, here we go, you know? I don't know. I haven't reached that point yet with, you know, yeah, when, me I either. when I see another brewery open up, I'm like, oh, cool. Yeah, I, I right, Check yeah. them out, you know? How can that be bad for, I mean, as long as they're doing a strong thing? That's you know? what I mean. We get asked that all the time. Like, oh, are you worried with all these breweries opening up? I'm like, we're all in this together. Yeah. If you think about it, if you put it that way, if somebody's coming from out of the area, yeah, right, and they're doing, they're going to hit like a few breweries in the mm-hmm. same area, mm-hmm. I mean, if they only like two of the three they hit they're probably not going to go out of the way to come back and do a run again you right, know what i mean right, so right, if you yeah. guys work together and everything everything is yeah, cool yeah, yeah yeah for sure i mean i mean look at friggin portland maine there's about a million breweries in portland. burlington vermont burlington vermont you know yeah. what i mean there's cities where there's or areas of you know states where there is a shitload of breweries very close to each other and they're fine. And like you said, you know? you're gonna get the shitheads. Like, remember that person that pulled into your draw your parking lot and ran over your bush? Oh, that was us. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> forgot about that. That's right in front best. of you. Right Just waving at us as you drive through. Right, right in front of you. Oh, my God. Freaking idiots. That was the best. Unbelievable. Yeah, we get... Yeah. Uh, you guys are the only ones that have done that, I think. Oh, awesome. So. Perfect. That's great. That's great. 
<laughs> yeah, we get we get issues like the only issues we ever get are our neighbors, which is a which is a company next to us. Um, people park over there, which we're like, I don't know how many times we tell people don't park there, or it's it clearly is not our parking lot. You know right, what I mean? And right. so the, the, sometimes we get an email from those guys, and it's you know not uh, not too happy with us. So we're working on that. We're do they have a sign up saying say. We're gonna get some signs made for because, them. Yeah, yeah it should be on. That's good. It's cool you're doing that. Yeah, it's not really we we want to be good neighbors too. You oh, know of course, what I mean? yeah. So we're trying, yeah. we're trying to you know not create any issues as well. So. Cool. Yeah. We're well, right on, dude. Anything else? Uh, we got the prom coming up. You're yes. gonna be at. I'm DJing the prom. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. So that's coming up. Uh, What's the date on that? Fifteenth, yep. February fifteenth, yep. Saturday after Valentine's, uh, Valentine's day. day. I should be good and hungover for that's that. That's gonna right? be a rager. Yeah, you know what I got to do the next day after that is do a mug club brew day. Oh, it's gonna be rough. Good luck, me. buddy. Yeah, good luck, buddy. So I got that, and then um, and then actually coming up, I don't think we've really announced it yet. Uh, we got a big St. Patrick's Day party. We're gonna be nice. Similar to our Oktoberfest. I, I was I was out of town for that. Yeah, which was if anybody who did go to the Oktoberfest uh, knows it was an absolute. You had like a German band there yeah, too, right? Yeah, like, we had the Oompa band. That's yeah, amazing. so that's our big thing. We're trying to figure out. We got so that we have uh, Irish step dancers already. Cool. I know I know a guy who's in like an Irish band too. I need to talk to you about that yes, because we'll that talk. is literally the last thing we need. Yeah, so, uh, I know a guy. Yeah, and I got, I got a guy. <laughs> I got a guy. And then uh, we are. Uh, I got an Irish lager that's going to come out. And cool. And our uh, I dry Irish stout. So awesome. Yeah, we'll have a nice little St. Patrick's Day rager coming out. All right, great. Yeah, man. I love it. Thanks for having me, man. Dude, thank you so much for coming on and your busy schedule. You took uh, almost an hour out of your yeah, time, more than an hour getting here and doing it. And it's all good. I can't thank you enough, and I will see you this weekend to try that sour. Hell yeah. Thanks, bud. All right, brother. Thanks, guys. Thanks for listening. Bye.